When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is good, everybody? Welcome to the best of the Gold Standard Podcast. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. Thank you for making us and giving us a part of your day. Lots to go through in this week. We're going to get into the Niners handling of the end of the Trey Lance era the Nick Bosa contract, whether some cracks are starting to show in this team, a whole lot of juicy topics this week. Just want to remind you, please rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network. Like and subscribe to our YouTube channels as well. Let's not waste any more time. We're diving in Monday with Stats and Vish Kumaran talking about whether the Niners learned anything about their process at the end of the Trey Lance era. We're going to give thoughts on the process that the 49ers executed with Trey Lance and if they've learned anything from it, because that's the key thing going forward. It's not just what happened, but have they learned anything from it at all? Or do they just say, hey, chalk it up as a loss and move on? Because if they didn't learn from it, then that's the worst possible thing that could happen. Yeah, I 100% agree. And time will tell if they've learned something from it. I do think that the lesson that it paints, and I tweeted about this, is a common theme with Shanahan um, and this regime, right? They've done a fantastic job doing so many things, right? They've built great organizational structure. They have a great process and a collaborative effort between their coaches and their scouts. They're very good at identifying the correct players late in rounds that are system fits and scheme fits that they can develop over the course of time to become really good football players on their team. So they do a lot of things really well. But one thing I've noticed is that Shanahan seems to fall in love with an idea or a player and the Niners do whatever they can to make it happen and they trade up for it and it doesn't seem to work out. And the Trey Lance thing, I think, is the biggest example of this. But this example was also Trey Sermon. That was C.J. Beathard. That was Joe Williams. That was Dante Pettis. There's a variety of different players. Brandon Ayuk is the only Ayuk. one. And and there was a time that it looked like it that one wasn't going to work either. Um, is the only one where it feels like Shanahan has fallen in love with somebody before the draft and they've used all those assets to go up. Look, they're bad in rounds one through three, but they also have their hits. For me, it's less about hits and misses because the draft's a crapshoot and the Niners are batting above 50% in the draft, which is good. It's more about this particular issue where Shanahan seems to fall in love with something and they don't value. And we're going to talk about the process, but part of the issue with the process is the value. And once he falls in love, it turns into an emotional conversation rather than a value one. And that's where I feel like, why did you need to move up 10 spots to take Dante Pettis, right? Like Shanahan needed to have Dante Pettis. He couldn't sleep. 
if they didn't get Joe Williams. He told Peter King C.J. Beathard was the only quarterback that had a chance. Even yesterday or two days ago when he was talking about in his presser, he said they called every team from 12 to 3 to try and make a trade. And apparently nobody would budge, which is weird because right after they made a trade, a team went from 12 to 6 and then a team went from 12 to 10. But let's take him at his word. They still made that deal a month before the draft because he was emotional and he felt like they needed a quarterback in that moment and he couldn't wait and wait out the process. They could have waited one week to see how things play out, right? Carolina ended up trading for Sam Darnold a week later and they were out of the quarterback conversation. 10 days was later, it, yeah. Right? Was it because of the Niners move up? Perhaps you could say that. And so I do think the one thing that we can learn and I think they should learn is somebody needs to check Shanahan when he gets too emotionally involved in one of these plans because everything he does is fantastic. He just seems to do this one little thing, and this one little thing this time caused a lot more than giving up a couple picks and cutting Trey Sermon two years later. It caused an absolute circus in the media. It caused a circus <laughs> with how they handle it. It was a catastrophe. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because Peter King – basically said the same thing. Uh, I tweeted it out a little earlier today. Peter said there needs to be sort of, I think the phrase that Peter used was guardrails. in right. place. Um, And I agree because you can't have this. This is terrible process. Nick Ellert says since 2019, it's been twice. So the hardest part is saying who's responsible for this is Lynch trying to please Kyle or is Kyle demanding it's Kyle Lynch answers to Kyle. There are still some 49ers fans that don't accept this. He answers to Kyle. Kyle hired him. He called Kyle Shanahan and asked, can I be your GM? If Kyle said no, Lynch is not the GM. So it's all on Kyle. Sorry, I'm trying to bring up the um, the quote from Peter King so I can actually quote him instead of sure, just... Sure, I saw you tweet it and I also read the article. It's a really, really nice read. And I think a lot of people will read that immediately be like, oh, why are they hating on a team that's so good? It's not hate. I think we can all acknowledge the 49ers are really good and are going to be really good. They screwed the pooch big time here. This is not just, hey, they screwed up. This is one of the biggest blunders in NFL history with how they screwed up. On Tuesdays, you get the Bully Ball podcast with Jason Aponte and Steph Sanchez. The big news this week, Jimmy Garoppolo throwing shade at his former team. I wanted to start this show because in our group chat, there was something about a Jimmy Garoppolo clip. I'll be honest with you, Steph. I haven't watched it. So this will be my first time listening to it. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I mean, by your reaction and by the way that Rob was it's talking very, about it. It's a very short clip, but, and he doesn't say too much, but I think mm. the, the silence, the lack of things being said is loud. So in this loud. case... The silence is deafening, and yeah. what's not being said, and what's not being said, is yeah. louder than what's being said. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Then, Rob, you got the clip, but cue it up, Rob. Let's get it. I, I want to hear this, man, and I want to overreact and be completely extra about it. I can't wait. Let me see. The the trade lands trade to Dallas. Weird situation. Been a lot of weird situations over there in San Francisco. Just to leave it at that. But uh, you know, I'm happy Trey got another shot, man. How do you think San Francisco's handled those, those quarterback situations? How do you think they've handled them? <laughs> I think it's been messy. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way to put it. Messy oh, wow. is a nice way to put it. Oh wow, wow. that's um, that's wild. Oh wow. Uh, well, first step. <laughs> 
you react first. Go. I mean, I, I think we already knew us as fans know that this situation has been messy. And so hearing it from Jimmy Garoppolo, it's no surprise. He knows way more than we do. And I can't wait for the time in, I don't know, however long years, maybe that we do finally get some of the truths spilling out. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo being far too kind, honestly, you know, just leaving it at that and, you know, not saying too much, but again, Jay, like I said, the lack of things he said, I think, tell you everything you need to know. That was interesting. That was very interesting. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I love it when players speak as candidly as that, right? Yeah. You know, I I do implore players at times to be very diplomatic. Sometimes I feel like the best answer is your media-trained answer, particularly during the whole spat between the Eagles and, like, Debo Samuel. It's like, at a point, it's just got to be – it is what it is. We lost. We're just trying to move on. Like, that's it. Like, you got to kind of let it go. But I'd be lying if I said that that wasn't interesting. And I definitely wanted to hear about that. And he said, messy is a nice way to put it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. On Wednesdays, I sit down with Grant Cohn of Sports Illustrated, and he let us in on a juicy little tip this week involving the beat writers and John Lynch. Remember when he spoke earlier this offseason, he said that he had an agreement with Kyle to, quote, go away during the season. So it's like, all right, I never heard of that, but if that's your agreement, then why are you popping up again? I assume it's to talk about the 53. I heard something else. I heard that the beat writers went to the PR staff and was like, hey, you know how John Lynch talks weekly on KMBR? It'd be really nice if he would talk weekly with us. You know what I mean? Like, how about us? Ooh. We have questions, too. And I think that the Niners are like, OK, so I think I think John Lynch is going to try to make himself available during the season more often, which is helpful because he actually explains stuff way better than Kyle. So. Just to be clear, beat writer Grant Cohn is saying that he heard that other beat writers went to the Niners and wanted John Lynch to give more press conferences. That's what I heard. That's what I, I heard. I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. I mean, we'll see if it happens, but today seems to be one example of it happening. Matt, New York, SF 49er fan says, no roster politics, best man plays. Oliver, what the bleep? I don't get the feeling he's going to play. I just feel, get the feeling they're not going to throw his his you know salary down the tubes because they just did that with Trey Lance, and maybe the Yorks are like, enough. <laughs> enough. We're not at throwing least, away more money. Right. At we least just bought leads. we're paying. <laughs> we're, we just bought leads. Like, talk about throwing away a lot of money. Like, that's what we do here. It's very, very interesting what is happening with the 49ers. I hope that the Bosa stuff gets done. You know, Lynch kept saying we're not going to negotiate through the media, but then all of a sudden Same. Ian Rapport is up on McAfee saying, oh, the Niners made him a substantial offer. 
And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's negotiating through the media right there. And that's coming from the 49ers side because that's trying to paint Nick Bosa as he's being greedy. He wants right. too much money. And I saw it from fans on Twitter saying, hey, we, we made a substantial offer. Why isn't he signed? It's like, no, no, no. That's that's not how this works. So that made me nervous when I saw Rappaport talking. Yeah. And then he also said that they're not the two sides aren't even close, which made me feel like this is going to get done in a few days. That that <laughs> always happens. Like they're like, this isn't even close. And then like three days later, like, man, you know, they talked about it and they made some real good strides. This happened with the George Kittle thing. Remember, Mike Silver said like the, he like tweeted an inchworm like that's the progress that they're having. Like it was done three days later or two. So as soon as I heard that, I'm like, okay, one of these sides is getting antsy. One of these sides or both sides want this to be over now. And I get the feeling it's going to be done at some point before week one. I'd just be so surprised if the Niners botched it. Wouldn't be mad. You know, I love making fun of the Niners. I love pointing out their faults. I'm ready. If they, I just don't expect the Niners to blunder something. So easy. This is a slam dunk. It's a slam dunk. You got you this. Would, you would think, but honestly, like yeah. when I saw that Reddit report, I was like, that's crazy. But you know what? With this team, you can't rule it out totally because you never know what they're going to do. Yeah, but after what they've said, like we've budgeted for it and the hotline isn't open, like I don't see how you can trade them, man. They traded Buckner, yeah. but they never said that kind of stuff. I mean, they kind of hinted that he was special, but like Bosa, they pretty much said they'd write him a blank freaking check if they had to. Right. They've pretty Defense. much said that. So, yeah. Defensive player of the year. He's at a different level than DeForest Buckner. You're literally not paying your quarterback, so there's no excuse. Get it done. Right. Yeah. Carlos D yeah. says paying and keeping Bosa makes everything else tolerable if it keeps the window open, in my honest opinion. Yeah, the, the window, like I, I'm really getting tired about hearing about the window. The window. Like, I don't, right. The Super Bowl window. The window. Like, I don't care about the window. I just don't want to hear about it anymore. I don't want it governing decisions for the franchise anymore because it doesn't match up with what they've done. Yeah. Super Bowl window. We have Kyle Juszczyk in his prime. We got to make moves. Uh-huh. Sure. But, yeah, I, I'm very frustrated uh -huh. by that. Uh, generic name says I skipped a couple of early supers. I hope I didn't. Right. It's always uh, in the stars. The stars, yeah, you can always find them. Yeah, you're Ray Rogers says hopefully Nick breaks the single season sack record. Uh, generic name says don't lump me in with others. I'm following Trey until this regime is gone. I hope this. I hope they f this up so that they can I can come back faster. Like don't do that though. Like we don't need to. We can criticize Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and and the poor moves that they have made and how they've handled things without wanting them fired. It's not one or the other, I think. Hey, hey, fans can want them fired if they want. That's the beauty of being a fan. You can want whatever the hell you want. I think a lot of Niner fans are like, you know what? I just became a little bit of a Cowboy fan. I never thought this day would freak. I hate the Cowboys. But the <laughs> Niners said that they asked me to get emotionally tied to this player. I do. They trade him to our rival. Like, there is a world where Purdy and Lance meet in the playoffs perennially. That could happen. I mean, think about it. Dak Prescott is the dude who leads the league in picks. Like, he does that shit again. Like, he's out. Trey Lance is the dude who threw no picks in college. You don't think they know that in Dallas? They don't want that anymore. Dak could be out. McCarthy could be out in a year. This could be Lance's team down the stretch. I mean, what a world that would be in where they actually meet in the playoffs every year, where, where this Trey Lance thing haunts the Niners for years. Now, maybe that won't happen. Maybe he'll be a bust. Maybe he'll never play for the Cowboys. But that's a scenario, and you know we're all rooting for it. We all are rooting for that. We want to see Lance play against the Niners in the playoffs. Hell yeah, we do. That would be too good. Thursday is the OG Gold Standard podcast with myself and Levin Black. And this week, Levin wondered if the cracks are starting to show in this 49ers team. 
I don't know about you, but it feels like there's a little bit of a difference this year. I don't see quite the same unity with this team. It feels like the team is, hey, we won, we were winning a lot last year. We have a great team. We got a Super Bowl window, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But if things go south, you know what I mean? It just seems like this team is a little bit fractured right now, and they can heal that fracture if they start winning. But if they don't start winning and they have another slow start, I feel like this is going to be everything fell apart because you're going to have sides start to get drawn. I feel like there there are certainly players in that locker room that don't like that Lance is not on this team, that are upset about that. And if things go south, they're going to sit there and say, see, I told you, and it's going to start, you know, there will be lines drawn. And it's not just about Lance. There, there seems to be a lot more. There seems to be like there's the guys that have been here and they have created that click. You know, we've talked about that before. There is a very big click on this team, and I think it's running its course, and I think it's time for it to be broken up after this season. And if things don't start out well, it's going to cause all kinds of hell to break loose in that locker room because I don't think that it's quite as everybody's included as it has been. I think we're on the edge. But it's more of a hunch. I, I want to say that. Like, it's not like I have concrete evidence of this. It's just when you see the people talking, it just seems like everybody's a little more on edge this time. I think that's natural when you have a team that's been as close as the 49ers have had and you've had the same core for this many years. But I agree with you. They're on the edge. One path is 2014 49ers, right? Where got to the NFC Championship game, had a loaded team, but things with Harbaugh and York and Balky were terrible. The lock, the team was dressing in two different locker rooms. That wasn't, it's not quite that bad, but, but that was where it really all fell apart. And then after that year, you had everybody leave. I mean, Patrick Willis, Borland, Justin Smith, Alden Smith. I mean, it was, it was a crazy exodus. I, I named my fantasy team early retirement because everybody retired from the Niners at a young age that year. So that's definitely possible. That's definitely one way it could go, but. It could go another way, too, because right. Jimmy's gone now. And I think Jimmy was the source of a lot of this. Guys really like Jimmy Garoppolo. He had had success there. Trey got drafted to replace Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that affected his acceptance partly in the locker room. And the day he got hurt, guys were basically saying they were happy about it. He's not there anymore. So whether they feel that way about him now, it doesn't matter. He's not an option. He can't come in no matter what happens with Brock Purdy or Sam Darnold or anybody. That kind of distraction is gone. And they've added key players who are not part of that, right? Christian McCaffrey is not part of all that stuff. Oh, he's been adopted. He's well, in that click. He hasn't been there year after year after year. Javon Hargrave has not been there year after year after year. He's a key piece that's hungry. He's just coming off a Super Bowl loss. So they've added some, some guys that are going to be big parts of this team that don't kind of fall into that sort of malaise, so to speak. So they may be able to guard against that if they can come out of the gate hot like you're talking about. Yeah, like I said, I think they have a small fracture right now. And that's either going to completely break it all apart or it's going to heal. Small fractures can heal on their own, and winning heals a lot of things. The week ends with myself and Michelle Majuk of NFL Network, and this week we wondered, what the hell is taking so long with Nick Bosa's contract? 
Nick Bosa is scaring me a little bit. And I wanted to, you know, hop into that because yeah. what, how are you feeling about Nick Bosa? Do you think this gets done by week one? Cause if you would have asked me a month ago, I would have said they're easily going to get this done. Like it just takes a while. Like, but now we're September 1st and a deal's still not done. Now anything can happen like the blink of an eye, but how are you feeling? Do you think he actually misses a game? Cause Kyle Shanahan made it seem like that's possible that he misses at least a game. Uh, before he gets this extension. Well, Kyle said on KMBR yesterday that even if he signs, he's not totally sure that he's, you know, going to be able to play week one, going to be, you know, he doesn't know for sure that that's going to happen. He said he'd want to see Bosa before he made that decision. I'll say this. I still think it's going to get done, but I read this from Albert Breer like a half hour ago, and he wrote that the Niners and Bosa are arguing, this is the sticking point. The Niners say, we want to make you the highest paid edge rusher ever, highest paid edge rusher in the league. We're ready to do that. Bosa's people want to be the highest paid non-quarterback ever, which wow. makes it sound like, oh, he's being so unreasonable. Here's the thing. The difference between those two numbers is less than $4 million. So, like, what are we doing here, 49ers? Just pay him the money. Just pay the $4 million. Like, what are we arguing over at this point? I, I was listening to your podcast yesterday with Levin. You guys kept talking about like 35, 40 million. I mean, Aaron Donald's the top right now in APY making 31.7 million. He's the only one making over 30 million. TJ Watts only at $28 million a year. So I don't, I've never seen a player break his position by 10 plus million dollars a year. That would be like, that is unreasonable. And you can ask for whatever you want. That's cool. But it also, they're not going to give it to you. And at, sooner or later you got, do you want to play or not? And you could say, I'm not playing unless I get the 40 million fine, but that would be a wild jump, right? That would be insane. That would be, if he's asking for upwards of 38 to $40 million, that's 10 more million dollars a year than TJ Watt. First of all, you sound just like 11, which you're already ruining my day, but like, is he not worth it? No, he's not. So he's worth 33, but not 38. No, why yeah, not? We're 33 and not 38. Because if you're comparing him to the other guys and what they're making, he's not any more worth it than they are. Uh, if you had him on the open market, you're telling me he wouldn't get $38 million. I absolutely no, he would not. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Chris. And he's, he's not going to get $38 million anyways. He will break Aaron Donald's for sure. He's going to break the total value of Joey Bosa at, 130 his brother which i didn't even yeah he'll break his brother's total value of 135 and he'll break aaron donald's 31.7 i think he'll come in around 33 million dollars a year probably 140 and just get it done it's probably all just based on guarantees at this point it's not hard to figure out like where the ballpark should be you take the highest at the position you add a little and and that's like where you start it's really like they're not starting from zero on these negotiations Lazy Larry's left hand says, do you guys feel that Bosa is asking for too much? I mean, up to 35 million a season. That's a lot to me. I think he's worth it. I think he has an absolute right to ask for it. And here's the thing, Michelle, is anyone like, so if the Niners end up paying, let's just say 38, which I don't think he's going to get, but 38 million. Are people going to be like, oh, the Niners overpaid. This is so terrible. Whereas opposed if they put him at 35 million, they're going to be saying great job. 49ers. You did this awesome thing. Like I, I to me, the difference is negligible. I mean, I think it will matter down the road. Like you can't just give anybody anything. Right. And I mean, we saw how mad the owners were when they gave Deshaun Watson that stupid uh, contract, right? Like that's going to 
piss off other teams. And I, I don't, I don't know if that, I, I do think that actually comes into play, no matter if you think that's silly or not, and you shouldn't worry about other teams, but I do think they're trying to make the, the market kind of stay, co, you know, co cohesive. Oh my goodness. Cohesive. And you can oh, already kick it in. Um, <laughs> but you can't just ruin the market right like that, because if you give him $38 million, it's going to ruin the edge market completely. That's jumping up $10 million from TJ Watt. That's yeah. The, who's the highest the owner, they just don't have enough money to pay these guys. The league is just not making enough money. Like, what are we worried about? Again, I don't think he's going to get that, but I get why he's asking for it. To me, he's absolutely worth it. And the 49ers saving $4 million on this deal. Like, who cares? I I just think they're being stupid and stubborn at this point. I see. I think a quarterback is more important than uh, a edge, right? So and they have the cor- cheapest quarterback in the league. Yeah, but the, sooner or later, they're going to have to pay a quarterback. Three years from now, maybe. It's going to be next year when Kirk Cousins comes. Yeah, it could be. Uh, Andrew Liao says, who cares? Pay the man. Micah Parsons' contract is going to look way worse in a year anyway. That's the thing, right? Remember when but George Kittle I will said- say, don't get mad at me, 49ers Nation. Micah Parsons and TJ Watt, they do more, right? Nick Bosa is a great pass rusher. But these guys can also they, – they just have way more responsibility, and they're, they're asked to do more than just pass rush, and that's – Literally all Nick Bosa is asked to do. But the point is that, like, his contract is not going to, like, we're all clutching our pearls about this contract. In a couple of years, it's going to be, it's going to look fine. Look at Kittle. Kittle's contract looks hella cheap now. TJ Hawkinson signed a massive. It will look fine if it's at 33 million. It's not going to look fine if they jump up by 10 million. Anyways, let's just talk about how important Nick Bosa is to this team because he is important, right? I'm not, I'm saying he's worth $33 million. I'm saying he's worth the highest defender contract in the league. So, Clearly, I think he's insanely important. Um, but just looking at the numbers, and I know so much goes into it, what like what quarterback they had, what other injuries they had. But since drafting him in 2019, they have a five and ten record without Bosa and a 37 and 14 record with him. They allowed 25.4 points per game in, in the 15 games without him, 18.8 points per game in the games with him. They've had 2.8 sacks in games with Bosa and only 1.9 sacks per game without Bosa. So the numbers are drastically different. And now I, I do believe Jimmy Garoppolo missed a good portion of those games in 2020. So the, the win-loss could be a little skewed there. But the defensive stats is very eye-opening. That's a wrap on the Best Of Show. Thank you again for listening. Please like and subscribe to our YouTube page and rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network. Your review helps us so, so, so much on Apple Pods. If you could take 30 seconds and please leave one, it really does make a big difference for us. No game this week, so get all your honeydews items off the list because football is starting soon and we will be here with you for all of it. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk on Monday. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. 
no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 